What about your friends? Welcome to the She's Marked podcast. I'm Hannah, a singer, writer, speaker, podcaster, and certified biblical counselor. I'm honored to be your host along this journey to stronger faith, holiness, emotional restoration and healing, and deliverance for the millennial woman. Join me as we press toward unpacking the heavy luggage of our hearts in pursuit of a life that is distinct, set apart, and built on the practical foundation of God's truth. She is walking in power. She's walking in freedom. Without a doubt, all will know that she's marked. Warm greetings, my dear listener. Thank you so much for tuning into the She's Marked podcast. Before we get into our topic today, I want to invite you to join my mailing list so that you're the first to be notified about new episodes being released, resources, and freebies to help you in your faith journey and your journey toward emotional restoration and healing. Go ahead and visit www.shesmark.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and submit your email so that you can get on the email list today. As a thank you for doing that, I have a special free resource for you that I'm sure will be a benefit and value to you this year. Also, help others find out about the She's Mark podcast by leaving a review and rating the show as well. I will be so blessed by reading how this show has impacted your life. So without any further ado, let's begin. When I was growing up in the 90s and early 2000s, well, specifically in the 1990s, there was a famous R&B group by the name of TLC. And they had many, many hits, but one of the hits that was dear to me was a song called What About Your Friends? Today's episode will be corresponding with a post that you can find over on the Marked Life blog entitled Seven Types of Godly Girlfriends Every Christian woman needs for her journey. Now, this blog post was originally posted back in November of 2019, but it was one of my first blog posts that I made when I launched the Marked Life blog. You will be able to find the link to that blog post down in the show notes. So I want to start off with a scripture that you can find over in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 to 12. I'm actually probably going to just read the first couple verses, and it says... Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Let's go over to Proverbs chapter 27, verse 10. It reads, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. I'm going to give you all one more, maybe two more. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Proverbs 18, 24 says, a man of many companions may come to ruin but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I truly believe that that's referencing the Lord Jesus. But you may find that you have some friends who stick closer than blood relatives. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the gift of friendship. 
our last episode, episode 21, was a series of questions to ask yourself. And if you haven't already listened to that and you really want to get clarity and some focus in the areas of your life that need clarity and focus, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode when you have time to sit down with a paper and pen and you can deeply reflect on your life as a whole and where you've been and where you want to be. So on that list, some of the questions that I asked were pertaining to friendship. And so I want to continue on that topic of friendship today with this blog post that I think is essential. Now, we know that our friendships, our circles of influence, they impact us. We influence those who are near to us and likewise, they influence us. Influence is not something that people may be even intentionally trying to do. It's something that happens naturally. I remember when I was growing up, my mom would always caution and advise me about my friendship circles. She would always say, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. She would always remind me to watch the company that I keep. She would look at the circle of friends that I would bring around. And if she felt something, she would mention or she would ask a question about a particular person to kind of get to understand them better. Or if she just didn't have that gut feeling, something wasn't sitting right in her spirit about someone, she would say, hey, you know, you need to watch that person or you need to watch your time that you're spending around that person. I too have found in my motherhood journey so far, my children are young, but my oldest girl is a preteen now. And I remember when I had her enrolled in gymnastics recently, as I would sit on the sideline and wait for her to finish her class, I would see her with her little friends and I would overhear some of their conversations. And there was a particular little friend that she had whose mouth was just not clean. And so that kind of concerned me. And I asked my daughter a little bit more about it. And she just shared that, yes, mommy, you know, she uses profanity and she talks about some things that are not appropriate. And so I told her to be cautious as she's with this particular friend, because that can rub off on us. Our friendships rub off on us and we in turn rub off on our friends. So if you are a godly woman, whether you have been in the faith for a while, or let's say you're just starting out on your journey, this is my personal list of the types of friends, the friendship avatar that I think is so useful for us as we evaluate our friendships and even as we seek to build new friendships. So number one on this list of seven types of godly girlfriends every Christian woman needs for her journey is the friend or spiritual mother who can shake the heavens in prayer. There's nothing more empowering than being able to call up this sister friend when you're going through spiritual warfare. Now I'm talking about a sister who knows and understands that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. This friend knows how to pray fervently. She knows how to pray effectively and violently when the need arises. She is an intercessor and a watchman. You always need help in battle. And this, I believe, is the number one friend on your list that you should have. Number two, a friend that you can trust. This gal sees and values your triumphs and your trials. Your deepest matters of the heart are safe with her. There are no personal agendas or hidden motives, no secret competition or breaching confidence. 
What is shared in the friendship stays there. You know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you can trust her. And that opens up the door to vulnerability. There is a healing and a freedom that comes when we are able to be our true selves with someone else. That is a treasured intimacy that is necessary and required even in your marriage relationships to be able to be 100% authentic with someone. And this doesn't just, it's not like a social media type of authenticity where you just highlight your successes, you just highlight your strengths and people like and clap for you based on the good things. But this person, you can let it all hang out. You can feel comfortable and safe enough not to be judged not to be mislabeled. You won't have to worry about things getting thrown in your face or you being gossiped about. You can truly go to the depths with this person. I believe that this is a role that is not reserved for every single friendship, but a certain type of friendship where you can dare to go there. Number three, a friend who doesn't judge or condemn, sort of piggybacking on the friend that you can trust. This friend doesn't make you feel worthless and without hope when you've tripped up. She knows that we all fall short and need God's mercy. Number four, a friend who tells the truth in love. In addition to not making you feel worthless or without hope, this friend is courageous enough to tell you the truth in love. She won't compromise God's truth in order to preserve the friendship. She is willing to help hold you accountable when you're walking below grace. This can be hard. I have personally had friendships thrive on this and I've had friendships end on this because it was taken as offense. What was meant and shared in love was received as offense. There was this sort of perceived notion that if you are my friend, that everything that I do and say, you will be in agreement with or you'll endorse. And that's just... That's just not true. It's not authentic. It's not an honest way of living. And you are not helping someone else to remain accountable. You're not helping them to grow. You're not challenging them to grow and honor God if you are simply accepting and endorsing every single thing that they do. There's a difference between being supportive and being a friend who can tell the truth in love. It, it should never come across as harsh criticism, harsh judgment, but definitely you want to steer clear of compromising. You want to steer clear of people pleasing, especially when you're presented with situations that are contrary to scripture or explicitly contrary to God's commands. Number five, a friend who is strong in a key area that you're weak in. You've probably heard the advice, as I said, my mom used to tell me to show her my friends and she'll tell me who I am. You've probably heard the advice to surround yourself with people who you aspire to be like or who are better than you in some regard or wealthier. The concept behind this is that folks will rub off on you. If there is a struggle that you have or an area that you wish to strengthen or become seasoned in, Go ahead and surround yourself with women who have overcame or women who exemplify God's design in this area. If you are struggling with sexual sin or you are struggling with comparison, 
If you are struggling with poor judgment, if you're struggling with backsliding, if you're struggling with an addiction, if you're struggling with cursing, whatever the case, begin to surround yourself with people who exemplify God's design for this. Not just people that you admire, but people who exemplify God's design. Maybe they're charging forward in a certain area and in a certain way that really glorifies God and you want to attain that. Surround yourself with those types of women. If there is a woman who is strong in her faith and that is something that you know you need or it's something that you desire, surround yourself with those types of women. I remember when I was a young woman in my early 20s and I first got married. I got married a week. No, I got married a month before I turned 25. And at that particular time, I was living in Northern Virginia and this was my my working arrangement at that time was really, really beautiful because I was surrounded with many women, older, seasoned women, particularly women who looked like me. And these women were married. These women had children. These women valued and cherished home. And so I learned from that example that rubbed off on me. It was exactly what I needed for that season in my young life. So find you a friend who is strong in a key area that you are weak in or that you desire to be stronger in. Number six, a friend who is led by the Holy Spirit and knows the word of God. Life experience, education, achievements, and accolades are all wonderful, but this friend has her house built on the rock. She is rich in spirit because she walks closely with the Lord and is not only sensitive to the Holy Spirit, but the key here is she obeys. Last but certainly not least, get you a friend who sows into you and encourages your growth. This can be sowing into you spiritually with encouragement and with God's truth. This can be a friend who sows into your ministry or your needs by being present or supporting financially. However it is, this friend has your best interest in mind in a meaningful and tangible way. What a true blessing it is to have solid friends to walk through life with. This is so necessary for your growth and your support. No woman or man is an island. We cannot do this alone And there is a notion about independence that can be very toxic, toxic independence, where you are concerned about getting it done, doing it yourself, no one getting in your way, you not needing anyone. That is simply a lie. We need one another. And that is a good thing. That is a positive thing. That is a human thing. Remember, the word says that iron sharpens iron. Two is better than one. Now, Maybe the topic of friendship is a sore area for you. Maybe you've had bad experiences in friendships and maybe you've concluded from those experiences that, listen, close friendship, close proximity, intimacy, vulnerability is just not the thing for you. I can understand that. That's caused from being hurt or disappointed, but no area is off limits for prayer. I encourage you to give those pains, those past disappointments and letdowns to the Lord in prayer, asking him to heal those parts of your heart from betrayal, from letdowns, from disappointments, 
and to open up your heart to new friendships, to new levels of forgiveness, and to send these godly types of women into your life. And for everyone else, pray over your friends. Pray about your friendships, the ones that you have, the ones that you desire. And I think this is paramount. Pray about being the type of friend that your friends need. I don't think it hurts in instances like this to kind of do a little inventory with your friends, your closest ones. Ask them, how can I better support you? How can I better show you that I care, that I love you, that I'm here for you? I think those are wonderful conversations to be able to have. Remember, we are all human and no one person will ever meet all of our needs or be all the friends outlined in this little list today. The intent is not to scrutinize friendships with the purpose of judging or tossing anybody out or ghosting or canceling anybody. The intent of this list is to get you thinking about the importance and influence of your circles as a Christian woman who is looking to grow in her faith. Ladies, until next time. That's it for today, but the journey continues. Visit She'sMark.com for more episodes, to make a donation, or to check out the Marked Life blog. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, tell a friend, and consider leaving a review. Remember, the word tells us that many are called, but few are chosen. As you go through this week, remember to walk as children of light.